G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You might recall last week we drew attention to a very significant issue where a signage company had decided to withdraw a billboard in New South Wales that featured the picture of a pregnant tummy of a woman making a heart sign over her belly. And it was accompanied by the words, a heart beats at four weeks. Well, wasn't there a storm around that? There have been some developments since that time around this issue, so an opportunity to check on the latest. Paul O'Rourke is the CEO of Emily's Voice, the pro-life organisation that was promoting that image on the billboard sign. Paul, a special welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Great to be with you. You did what we would expect you to do, Paul. You wrote to the transport minister saying, what's wrong with this billboard that we had up? Uh, You wrote to him and he's written back. Uh, What did he say? Well, he's written back and said that uh, the reason that it was withdrawn from government buses is that because it appeared that the uh, text and picture were political in nature and also that the material had the potential to be distressing to the public, particularly to school students. And I recall asking our listeners at the time, and there was quite a significant response to a Facebook post, are you offended by this sign? And, of course, people had an opportunity to look at the sign, reflect on it, and people were saying, of course not, we're not offended by that. I mean, what could be offensive about the idea, even a scientific fact, that a heart beats at four weeks and really the beautiful image of a pregnant woman's tummy with that heart sign over it. What sort of response have you been getting from people so far as that particular uh, image and, uh, and and their response to it? Yeah, exactly the same, Neil. People are, are pointing out the, the hypocritical nature of the beauty of our ad compared with some of the other billboards that people have seen and named. And then there's also the Wicked Campers, the really, really vile slogans that are put on them and the fact that the transport minister allows them to go uh, along our roads unfettered but our beautiful image is uh, is taken away. I think you said the response from the transport minister was that in some ways if you put a sign that says a heart beats at four weeks you're making a statement that's political in nature. I guess there is a political nature to everything we might talk about but how did you react when he wrote those words? Well, the same as you, Neil. There's nothing political about a scientific fact. Uh, we don't mention abortion. We're not condemning or judgmental of women who may have had one in any way, and neither is the, the accompanying website, uh, notbornyet.com. If you're going to say that our billboard is political, then basically any ad that features a pregnant woman uh, is political in nature, and that goes for you know target advertising baby clothes or pictures of pregnant women in a doctor's surgery or at a clinic. Um, You know, just 
where do you draw the line? Everything becomes political. You might be assuming that the minister is trying to reflect something that he sees as being politically correct uh, in that sense, because I think his response to your earlier artwork on the buses around Newcastle was that it's appalling that you might put the picture of a pregnant woman on there. Yeah, what's become very clear since all this began, which we were unaware of, is that there's now a, a bill about to be introduced into the New South Wales Parliament to decriminalise abortion. And we've found out that the Transport Minister is actually one of those who is very, very supportive of the proposed bill and has been quite vocal about it. It's well outside his uh, jurisdiction, of course, as Transport Minister. But I guess the penny's starting to drop as to why he's so outraged about this billboard that coincidentally happened to run at the time when he does have a political agenda. Yes, the fact that that bill has taken some level of priority and even taken people in New South Wales by a surprise, it's almost like a bill that was going to be introduced by stealth. Were you aware that this was even coming onto the agenda? No, I mean, they've been talking about this for probably 18 months. So, as I said, we we thought it was quite providential uh, that that our campaign was up when this, when that happened, but it goes to explain why there's just been such an angry reaction. Um, you know, now that it has become political, we've sort of been caught up in that, and I guess it's it's no surprise. But as you say, Neil, very uh, hastily introduced. A lot of uh, MPs have very been very very critical of the way that it's been introduced. A lack of consultation with the public, and you know, there's there's quite uh, a deal. Uh, of uh, kind of backroom deals being done at the moment to try and uh, get the bill through. And, you know, there's a lot of very angry politicians at the moment. Now, you are not sitting back and uh, and dressing a wound or two from getting these criticisms. Uh, you've, in fact, launched a petition. Uh, give us some insight into the petition that you have launched uh, for Emily's Voice. What we've done on uh, emilysvoice.com is, is started a petition just simply asking the Minister and O Media, the billboard company, to reverse their decision and allow... It, and we're saying it's in the interests of free speech, but more importantly, women's health and human rights. The other thing we've done in response to a, a lot of comments, including from some of your listeners, Neil, is we're just designing... Um, a magnet and a sticker that people can put on their cars or their workplaces uh, with the same artwork on it. And with the third thing we're doing is is starting a mobile billboard campaign, which will start on Saturday to replace the one that's been pulled down. Okay, a mobile billboard, which means it won't be restricted to one spot. And so uh, I imagine, uh, you know, you're expecting there might be a little bit of a backlash to that too. Is there any way they could pull the plug on that one? <laughs> No, we, I mean, we've been very careful. We've spoken to the outdoor billboard company. They've had a look at the artwork. They can't see what all the fuss is about, and they're very happy to run it, as have other billboard operators in in Queensland and Tasmania. So, oh, look, there could be some people who don't still don't like it. We all complain about all sorts of things, don't we? So we don't anticipate any problems. But the fact that the billboard company has looked at it and said, no, we think it's great. Uh, That's good enough for us. 
Take me back to some thoughts about the angriness of politicians who are supporting a pro-abortion stance. And this is really important for you in New South Wales as there's a bill that is going through the process of being presented in the New South Wales Parliament. But the idea that attitudes to abortion appear to me to be steadily changing and people are becoming a lot more suspicious of the pro-death, pro-abortion line and becoming a lot more sensitive to the idea that there is a pro-life issue here, which is really important. What are your thoughts on the changing attitudes in Australia to the abortion issue? Well, it's really backed up by some really good research that, you know, while... 80% of Australians say they're generally in favour of abortion. When you ask them specifically, they're against it for nearly every reason it occurs. So they're against it for financial, educational, career, gender selection, mild disability. Um, They're they're against it in all those circumstances. They're against it, you know, post-20 weeks, late-term abortion. So when politicians try to ram through these laws... They're really going against what what most Australians believe. And I think the lovely way that we're now particularly approaching this issue through science, um, through reasoned uh, discussion, through good research, I think Australians are starting to wake up to the fact that that this isn't empowering of women. There are no safeguards in the in the legislation. There's no cooling off period. It's, it's abortion on demand to 22 weeks. And... That places young women, well, women of any age, but particularly young women, uh, at great risk of coercion uh, because no questions or on demand means no questions asked. So a woman can can ask for an abortion for any reason and it'll be granted and, you know, that just places women at great risk. You know, interesting that your billboard uh, with that tremendous input about the heart beating at four weeks it is so so gentle and so non-offensive it just uh, beggars belief that there is such anger around the issue now just take us into the culture of emily's voice for a few moments because a lot of people have that image don't they that somehow or other pro-life people are uh, woman haters and uh, trying to take away a woman's rights and her health uh, rights over her womb. Uh, but your approach is so, so non-condemning. Uh, give us a little idea of the culture that you hold at Emily's Voice when it comes to uh, women, because you're not into shaming women, you're into actually supporting women. Yeah, that's right. Now, we we have, have said from the word go that we wanted to be, our advertising had to be beautiful and compelling it had to be truthful and hopeful and redemptive. It had to be very much pro-woman and pro-child. And so we've, we've endeavoured to do that. Some people have said to us our advertising's too subtle, it's, it's too nice, but it's been very purposeful because, as you said, we don't want to condemn or shame women who may have had an abortion. Um, we think that women deserve protection uh, from, from laws and from people who, who are wanting to do them harm. Of course, every, you know, the, the little, uh, they're little women in the womb as well as little, little men. Um, so when people talk about it being empowering of women, the stories about uh, regret and coercion just continue to build up uh, this picture that, that 
most women actually don't want to have an abortion. They feel like there isn't isn't another choice. And we're trying to give them that informed alternative to the cultural rhetoric that abortion is best. Well, it is an emotive issue, and honour to you, Paul O'Rourke, and the team that you have there at Emily's Voice uh, for doing something so gentle and so beautiful that draws attention to the value of not only that little life in the womb, but also of the mother who is bearing that child. Uh, good to hear about the petition. I know that there'll be listeners who want to sign that, and uh, you can do that at the Emily's Voice website, emilysvoice.com. And uh, for those who are around, I imagine it's around uh, Sydney, Newcastle. You've got that mobile billboard. Keep an eye out for it. Is that where it's going to be? Where are you going to be likely to see this billboard before I let you go, Paul? Yeah, uh, Lake Macquarie, Newcastle and throughout the central coast of New South Wales. Well, Paul O'Rourke, the CEO of Emily's Voice, emilysvoice.com. Paul, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. My pleasure. Thanks, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.